Hey, T-Mac, um, would you be able to tell us kind of what happened on that fake field goal where it seemed like most of the execution was spot on, but something went wrong? Well, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a few things that went wrong, but ultimately, at the end of the day, we didn't get it done. And that's the, that's the disappointing part of it. Um, you know, when you get a chance to make a play like that, you got to execute the play. And that's, that's it's really disappointing. Did something was it something about how Cam was communicating to the rest of the line that he was set? No, no, it, it was it was a bunch of different things, but at the at the end of the day, you know, we all got to get up there and get set. That's that's the most important thing. Get up there and get set, and we did. They threw the flag, and you know, it cost us a touchdown. Thanks. Yep. Don't leave me. Two things, T-Mac, just to follow up on Pat. How good a job did Evan Ingram do faking everybody out that he was coming off the sideline? It's pretty good. He's he's pretty good. He's uh, in the Academy Award for that. No, no he, 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 did a, he did a good job of setting himself up. He really did. And what is Graham Gano's range at this point, T-Mac? Do you, could you put him out there for 60 at this point? It seems like I think he became the first Giants kicker ever with 350-plus right. yarders in a game. Right. In ideal situations, you know, you could put him out there. I mean, obviously, a couple of years ago, he had a 62-yarder to beat us So, uh, when he was in Carolina. So, uh, guy's very talented, uh, has an extremely strong leg, and, uh, you know, he's he got a lot left in the tank. Dougie? Hey, T-Mac, is, is part of the frustration from that fake field goal that you kind of burn it? Because I'm sure every team now is certainly going to be uh, on guard. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, when you know plays like that, you you don't have very many. Like it's a it's a one and done type of deal. You know you got probably got to put it in the put it in, in the bank for about another you know year and a half. You know before you can break it out. So it is what it is. And, and then on the other side, how do you if some team was trying to do that to you? Let's say is, there, is someone's responsible to count eleven guys, or how are you supposed to be on guard for something like that? Yeah, it's just checking the sideline every time. You know every time you do a field goal. Field goal block situation, you always check the sideline. Thanks. Yep. Patty. Hey, Coach, how are you? How you doing, Pat? I'm doing well, thanks. Coach, in the past, players have described playing on special teams as organized chaos. And I'm just wondering, what is it about playing special teams that helps a young defensive player kind of take that next step and, and get ready to play on defense? Pat, that's a great question. Uh, they get a chance to play in space, to be able to, to run full speed and negotiate space. And that's probably the hardest skill uh, to have as a football player, to be able to negotiate space uh, and to be able to take on blockers full speed, to be able to be disciplined and understanding leverage and angles and, and all the base fundamentals that you need to be a good offensive and defensive player, all of those attributes and all of those skills are developed on special teams daily. You know, you have a frontline blocker on kickoff return. Uh, you have to be able to bend your knees, play with leverage, get your eyes in the right spot. Uh, as, a, as a protector on punt, you got to keep your pad level down. You got to make sure you get depth off the ball. You got to understand schemes and concepts. Uh, you know, as a, as a punt return guy, you got to be physical at the line of scrimmage. You got to play with great leverage, knee bend, hat placement, hands. So all of those things, those basic core fundamentals that you have have to have as a defensive or offensive player, every, all of those skills are being honed as, as you play on special teams. 
And then if I could just follow up, does that tend to benefit more the defensive players or the offensive players? Because I notice, like, you know, you're using offensive linemen and they're basically doing the same role. You know, they're lining up and being protectors. So mm -hmm. is it more of a benefit to defensive players, do you think? I think it's a benefit to all players because they just learn how to play the game. The basic fundamentals of the game, just learning how, again, like I just said, just playing with great knee bend, uh, being in a proper position, just understanding uh, schematics and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish, whether it be an offensive or defensive player. Uh, and again, just those overall fundamental football skills and just be able to, because I, I got a block as an offensive player, you know, uh, I got to defeat a block as a defensive player and just understanding why a guy would attack me in, in a certain situation and just understanding both sides of it. Right, so when I get a chance as a blocker on the front line of a kickoff return, I've been on the other side where I've covered. So now I understand what he's trying to do to me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It right. does. Thank you. Yep. I'm Rock. Hey, Mac, did you did you expect Graham Gano to be as consistent uh, as he has been so far this year, coming off of a year without playing? Uh, every time I've had Graham, he's been the same way. You know, when we had him in. Carolina, when I had him in Carolina, I want to say uh, he had the first year, he missed a couple, uh, you know, three or four, maybe five kicks that he should have made and that he had made pre in the previous years. I think that might have been like the outlier. But the next year, I want to say he was 94%, 93% went to the Pro Bowl. So, I mean, I. That's kind of what I expect from Graham. You know, he's he's super consistent in how he prepares and what he does in his daily routine. So it, it just manifests itself on on the field. Now you last year you obviously had a different kicker. Um, you, you didn't. Try, I think you tried only one fifty yarder uh, last year. Has has that changed? Has the kicker changed that philosophy, or did the coaching staff change that philosophy? The coaching staff changed that philosophy. I think it was more of uh, you know having confidence in Graham. It's not like we didn't have confidence in Aldrich because we did, but just having confidence in Graham and just knowing that he's been there and he's done it and, uh, you know, take the points. We'll take two more, Jordan and Art. Jordan. Hey, T-Mac. Curiosity, when you have a play like that with, hey, with Evan Ingram, uh, obviously he's on the field at offense at that time, right? So you can't tell him, like, the, in the moment, okay, we're doing it now. At what point do you have to say, okay, we might use this here? Is it before the game? Is it in the middle of the drive? Like, what, what, how, how does that work? It's just kind of a feel thing, you know, just understanding what moment that you're in, understanding the flow of the game and the situation. And then, you know, as a coach, you know, we play through those situations and scenarios all the time. So we understand that, you know, there are certain times in a game just as the game's flowing, you know, depending on the score, depending on, uh, you know, just the situation, when to make the call. So he knew before the game that you were going to use that and it was his job to sort of know, like, when it would make sense during the game? Yeah, we, we have ways of communicating it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, what, what makes uh, – we heard a lot of people say, you know, Cam Brown's been a huge contributor on special teams. He's doing a really good job. What makes him a good special teams player? Uh, Cam is smart, first of all, uh, and he's six foot five. He's two hundred thirty-five, two hundred forty pounds, and he can run like a deer. Uh, he has great length and speed. Uh, he's smart. 
He's physical. He's very physical. And he's, he plays every snap full speed. He is wide open every single time down the field. And, uh, you know, he's a high-energy kid. He loves football, and he wants to learn. And I think, you know, those things, those attributes, just having that, that size and length and being physical and then, being, then coupled with being able to run like he can, I mean, that's, that's just that's God-given. Last one here, Art. Well, you just answered most of my question about Cam Brown. So uh, just, T-Mac, in terms of in the past, I remember you always saying when you get a young defensive player, there was a time in the season when he was with you that you kind of knew, you know what, he's probably not going to be with me much longer. Does Cam Brown fall into that realm? Or if not just him in general, how do you know? You know, and it's coming. I mean, it's, you know, he is what he is. He's a big, strong, physical kid who has a, a special skill set. And I think the more confidence, the more plays he makes, the more confident he'll get. Uh, he'll, he'll, the game will slow down for him. And then once the game starts to slow down for him, you know, it's already starting to slow down on special teams. Once it starts to slow down on defense, I think the sky's the limit for the kid. The kid has a... a a big upside. Uh, he's a good kid, and he works his tail off. So, you know, I I, I tell him all the time. I, I think he's got you know seventy million dollars walking around inside of him. He's it's up to him to tap it. Uh, just the last quick one. Joe said, even though if a guy emerges on specials, and then needs to be used either defense or offense, he has no problem keeping him. He won't take him away from you. Right. Philosophy different than maybe what you've had in the past? Uh, you know, when I was here with Coach Coughlin, he was the same way. Coach Coughlin had the same philosophy. I've been to other places where it's been like, no, that guy's not playing on special teams anymore. Uh, so I've, I've been on both sides of it. But, uh, you know, when you look at Joe and his past and where he's come from, I mean, you look, you know, Teddy Bruschi and, and Mike Vrabel were the wings on the punt team when we played them in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that that's always going to be – you know, you're going to play your best players, and, and, and that's what we're doing here.